We'd like to welcome you to our emergency freedom alerts for November 23rd, 2020. And this isn't going to be a real long study. This is actually a lot of the material I wasn't able to cover last week. Um, this is my third teaching in the last seven days. So I'm kind of behind. <laughs> and I wasn't even really going to do a study tonight, but I just really felt like I needed to cover this material, get, get it. Um, out there uh, a lot of these some of the what we're going to be covering today I've never covered before we're going to be looking at why they have to have the vaccine at was it 97 degrees negative 97 degrees Fahrenheit uh, why it has to be stored like that no other vaccine ever in the history of mankind's ever had those kind of stipulations on them and we're going to be looking at also some testimonials I'm getting regarding what's going on in the hospitals. Just some information I haven't covered as of yet. And then also we're going to be looking at uh, is this COVID-19 vaccine the mark of the beast? And I think you've heard me talk about that in recent times. But we're going to be getting into that next. Now, rotating the uh, spiritual warfare prayers, I'll just go ahead and... Uh, pray it's our fourth prayer this is the one that was forwarded to me a while back by um, Pete the deliverance minister from Tasmania haven't heard from Pete in a long time hope he's okay him and his wife and everything I knew that that he had you know Luciferian Satanists trying to constantly kill them I mean it was just seemed like constant um, and they have a deliverance ministry in tasmania i don't know i haven't heard from him in a while though but i i pray i have this prayer in my bible and um uh pray it frequently and i do think it's it's excellent and this is entitled this is a very powerful prayer against witchcraft with fasting even more powerful this prayer can shut down witches and satanists forever so i'm just gonna go ahead and open us up here father in the name of the lord jesus christ of nazareth we plead the precious uncorruptible blood of jesus over the body of christ the innocent ourselves our families and everything that belongs to us we ask for your giant warrior angels or whatever kinds of angels are necessary to be loose from heaven to surround and protect us as your war club and weapons of war we break down undam and blow up all walls of protection around all witches warlocks wizards satanists and the like and we break the power of all curses hexes vexes spells charms fetishes psychic prayers psychic thought all witchcraft sorcery magic voodoo all mind control jinxes potions bewitchments death destruction sickness pain torment psychic power psychic warfare prayer chains and everything else being sent to the body of christ the innocent our way or our family members way and we return it in the demons and the devils and the evil entities to the fallen and fallen angels to the senders right now sevenfold and we bind it to them by the blood of jesus christ father we pray that these lost souls will find the light of your, your son jesus their own snares and traps have now been set against themselves in the name of jesus christ of nazareth we now loose them from all mind control of satan Father, we also ask that you bind the Holy Spirit to their hearts as a guide to your son Jesus, so that they may be set free from the bondages of Satan. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. And again, all these prayers are listed at the top of the, of the PDF. I had one listener ask me, can I move them down every teaching? Because I, and I'm like, I just, 
if I move them down, then they're going to be at the very back end of every PDF, and I'm going to forget to do that, most likely. So I would just rather, yeah, you have to scroll down to get to the table of contents quite a bit. Um, but I would rather have the prayers in there than not just on the off chance somebody's looking at them and they want the prayers and they want to be able to maybe copy and paste them, print them out, that type of thing. Um, I, I don't want them to be at the bottom because I'm afraid that a lot of people are going to miss them at that point. So, And again, I, I'm getting more emails now than ever and a lot of the emails are very long and if you don't hear back from me, most of the time it's because I just don't have the time to possibly go through all the emails I'm getting and um, uh, I, I just can't do it. There's just not enough hours really in the day. Um, so, you know, I'm sorry. I'm not trying to be mean and everything, but one person can kind of only do so much regarding all this. Now, I've been getting a lot of people forwarding me emails and most of the emails regarding the COVID-19 thing, regarding the mark of the beast, a lot of people are really, as, as of late, they're really jumping on the bandwagon. A lot of Christian ministries, and they're saying, this is the mark. This is definitely the mark. And I'm thinking to myself, whoa, whoa, guys. Let's, can we pump the brakes here? Um... You're only going to be able to... Well, I'll just read this. I said, I'm getting so many emails trying to convince me this is Mark of the Beast. This is one of my replies. And I kind of added a little bit to it. And, and again, I could do a whole study on this. But I'm just trying to cover this because it's not... Honestly, it's not worth a whole study. There should be some overriding criteria that we look at in the Bible where we know easily that this is not the Mark of the Beast. It is the closest thing... I've ever seen to the mark of the beast, true. It's very mark of the beast-like in some respects, true. But it's not the mark of the beast. And here, I'm just going to give you some biblical criteria right now where you'll quickly be able to see that. It's just questions to ask yourself. Um, in order for me to believe this was the mark of the beast, first off, I would have to be convinced that we are well into the seven-year tribulation period under the Antichrist and false prophet. Are we there? No. Because if you're believing that, then you probably are going to have a really hard time with my ministry because I, I don't teach that we're there. I think the Bible clearly shows we're not there. Um, I, have, I think I've proven that over and over just from what the Bible says. It's not because I'm Mr smarty pants and i know everything it's just okay what does the bible say about the tribulation period about the antichrist and the false prophet and what is it well we're not there yet guys we're we could be very close to the tribulation starting 100 percent, but we're not there yet we're in the beginning of sorrows according to matthew 24 it's pretty pretty horrific though <laughs> i'll give you that it's pretty bad um, so then I say to, to this listener, so this link you posted and it was from Anthony patch and evidently he's, he, and I've gotten other emails, uh, far much further back saying that he believes that the, um, I guess the, the vaccine is, is going to be the, the one that 
um, associated with maybe identification or whatever, that will be the mark of the beast. So I said, so the link you posted, is it going to clearly show me we are more than 3.5 years into the seven-year tribulation? And the Antichrist and the false prophet have already arisen. And the covenant with Israel and many nations has already been confirmed. And that would be over 3.5 years ago. Think about it. The mark of the beast happens after the, the abomination of desolation is committed in the Bible. Okay. I think it's pretty clear in, in Revelation that we're into that, the, the time of Jacob's trouble, the, the great tribulation period. And... Are we there yet? No. And maybe you could even argue with me about that, but I don't think you could argue with me that we're not in the tribulation yet. Of course, some people do believe that. But I'm just saying, you know, um, has, has the Antichrist confirmed the covenant with Israel and many nations? And if that was the case, that would have to be over 3.5 years ago that that happened. Uh, I, I'm sorry, I must have missed that. No, he hasn't arisen, nor has the false prophet, nor has the covenant been confirmed. Okay, has the Antichrist committed the abomination of desolation or the abomination that maketh desolate that Jesus talks about in Matthew 24 and Daniel talks about? Where he goes into the rebuilt temple, which, by the way, guys, hasn't been rebuilt. Uh -uh. Now, yeah, is there the Temple Institute? They're frothing at the mouth. Like the Sanhedrin Temple Institute in Jerusalem. I used to be on their email list. Um... Are they frothing at the mouth to rebuild the temple? Yes, they are. Do they got it all ready to go? And are they all? Yep, they do. But has it been rebuilt yet? No. Well, then how can the abomination of desolation be committed? Where the Antichrist goes into the rebuilt temple, into the Holy of Holies. He stops the, the temple sacrifice and he goes into the Holy of Holies and he proclaims himself to be God. Has that happened? 3.5 year tribulation. That's the mark. That's the middle. Oh, not the last time. I mean, the temple hasn't even been rebuilt. How are we going to have, how is this the mark of the beast if the Antichrist hasn't even arisen? Or the false prophet? And he's going to cause all they to receive a mark in their right hand or their forehead. And the number of his name, 666. Will the vaccine be given in the right hand or the forehead? No. You're not going to you're, you're not going to eject a vaccine into a bony area. The the forehead? You you put vaccines on intramuscular areas. It's going to be in the shoulder most likely. The the bony hand? No. Has has any of the preliminary evidence regarding the Moderna vaccine, the AstraZeneca vaccine, the Pfizer vaccine indicated that the trial groups are receiving the vaccine in their right hand or forehead? No. No. Again, the Bible says, come let us reason together, saith the Lord. Okay? <laughs> Let's just reason about this. This is not hard. Don't... <sighs> I don't care how clever or convincing the arguments are that people might be using. What you need to always have as your standard is what the word of God says. And if what the word of God, whatever they're telling you doesn't line up with the word of God, then don't pay attention to it. Discard it. Do that. Okay. I'm not telling you to follow me. 
I'm saying follow what the word of God says. I'm giving you biblical things regarding this matter that are easily provable. I could go far, far greater than this. I just really don't have the time. These are just some of the, the 800 pound gorilla, biblical gorillas in the room that would have to be addressed before I would believe that, and we, hold on, we, I thought it was just one mark of the beast. Well, hold on, AstraZeneca's got one of the, the, one of the vaccines that they're gonna, Pfizer's got one, Moderna's got one. There's out of the six out of the eight leading candidates are all cultured off aborted babies. Which one's the mark? And which one am I going to receive in my right hand or my forehead? And, and, and which one of them is going to clearly have the number 666 associated with the injection site on my right hand or my forehead? Well, they're not. They're going to be vaccines given in your, your uh, left or right shoulder. Yeah, and I would almost guarantee you there's no 666 associated with it. And you know what else I can guarantee you? You can get that vaccine and you can go out or, or you cannot get the vaccine and you can still go grocery shopping right now. Maybe there'll come a time when that'll be hard. But when the mark of the beast comes, it's going to be, listen, you get the mark of the beast or you can't buy, sell or trade. And that's going to be the biggest motivating factor for most people because people are going to be starving and I don't know if you've ever fasted, but let me tell you, you get into that fast and you start to understand what it's like to be hungry. And it's a tremendous motivator, <laughs> especially if you've never done. And that's why Jesus said, when you fast, you're crucifying the flesh. It's not fun to crucify your flesh. It's not fun. It's really not. Um, so these are just some... I'm trying to give you some real just bullet point things that you could show somebody to show them. I mean, you if you want to just copy and paste my text here, it's it's only one paragraph when I'm reading you and I'm going I'm elaborating further. But just some things where you could just, you know, let, let's not waste a lot of time on this. Okay? It's horrible. Nobody's I, I'm serious. I don't think I don't know of anybody that scream louder about this subject than i have now i don't like to make blanket statements but i am the one that did a 14 city tour back in 06 and the whole crux of my my um tour regarding the avian flu was don't take the vaccine don't take it and i don't i uh, maybe there's maybe there's people that have been screaming longer and louder and more accurately about it okay i'll give that I'm one of the, I think I'm one of the top people on planet Earth that screamed a lot about this, what's coming. Okay. Um, again, is there going to be a 666 on the injection site? Are they going to scan the vaccine site when you go, well, you might have it in your phone. But I think when the mark comes, it's going to be in your body. It's not going to be. Well, okay, my COVID pass says that I'm I'm green. I can I can fly. I can do this, and it's not going to be instantaneous. It's going to be it's going to be gradually implemented, and they're going to be more. There's going to be more gradual levels of lockdown and draconian measures. The mark of the beast is going to be, I I think, pretty much instantaneous. Maybe there will there there will be a grace period, 
when you're getting the mark of the beast but i think it's going to be worldwide and it's going to be ubiquitous and it's going to be in the right hand or forehead and it's going to be connected to your bank account and everything having to you buy sell or trade this vaccine's not going to be that at least not initially yeah you might not be able to fly internationally initially or maybe even fly domestically depending on where you live but you could you'll still be able to go to a grocery store and buy groceries without it just some things to think about here we're not in the tribulation yet which is the main thing the antichrist has not arisen yet the rebuilt temple has not been rebuilt yet israel has not confirmed the covenant with many nations for seven years yet though all those things i just said override this and i don't even have to look at this to know it's not the mark of the beast now if you don't care about what the bible says and you know then i guess okay but I would very highly caution you about that. And it seems like a lot of ministries don't care. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> They're... Anyway. Um... And remember, the vaccines will be ongoing. Well, does the Bible say yes, it'll be the marks of the beast? There'll be one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven vaccines and that will and when you finally get the 11th one that'll be the, the completion of the marks of the beast no it says it's going to be all in one fell swoop oh one kitten caboodle one enchilada okay not marks and there's not going to be many versions of the marks either well there's the astrazeneca version of the marks and then there's the Pfizer versions, and then there's the Moderna versions, and then there's the GlaxoSmithKline versions of the mark. See, I, I'm, I'm, the reason I'm belaboring this is so that you could put this to rest now, so you won't be wasting any time on this. Like I said, it's the closest thing to the mark that I've seen. It's very mark-like in some aspects. And yes, maybe it will get to a point where you won't be able to buy, sell, or trade without it. Maybe. I don't think that's going to come for a while. I don't see how they could mass implement that type of draconian measures overnight. But it doesn't matter. It's still not the mark. It still doesn't fit the criteria of the Bible. This is beta testing for the mark of the beast, guys. Now, granted, if you get it, I don't think you're going to be human anymore. You're going to be humanity 2.0. Your RNA, according to their um, their literature on their messenger RNA vaccines, will rewrite your your DNA, and you will your DNA will be at the mercy quote the mercy of that messenger RNA vaccine, and it probably is something that will be worse ongoing. And then if you get more vaccines, that'll contribute more to it. And then you're also going to have the nanotech components of it, which we're going to talk about that next which will be doing only god knows what you'll be part machine and part human that's you'll be a cyborg and your dna will be overwritten and it's culture off aborted babies and then there's a host of other wicked evil things about it so i really think that why they're trying to do this so desperately is they know that these people that are going to be getting these vaccines are going to be unredeemable and unless god intervenes i'm not saying god can't i'm not saying god can't neutralize all the nanotech and neutralize your dna being overwritten but it's sure not something i'm gonna mess with you know it's very incredibly dangerous 
and I would not touch this thing with a 10-foot pole, any versions of it. And I wouldn't touch the tests either. Because I'm, I'm, the more I'm seeing, the more people that are getting tested now, the more they're saying, oh, the hospitals are this and that. And, and there's all these people coming in and, and this and that. We're going we're gonna to talk about that as well. And I think it's because the tests are implanting something in us, whether it's COVID-19 or whether it's whatever. And part of that is what's making people sick. And then that's just, oh, I got tested. Oh, I tested positive. Yeah, because the test kit was contaminated or gave you a false positive. And then that was crazy. I got sick after I got the test. Yeah, pretty much. And that's why they're doing it. And that perpetuates more people getting more tests and more people getting sick and more people going to the hospital until it actually looks like it really is something that's a big deal. That's why they got to get that that swab six inches into your head on the cribiform plate that's doing only God knows what and implanting only God knows what in you. I think it's the first part of the vaccine in some cases. Maybe some tests aren't contaminated. But it's like Russian roulette. Um, and then I end by saying I'm really no fan of Anthony Patch and all of his beyond complex ramblings. I try, but it's like I, I can't sit down and listen to, you know, every time he does an audio, it's, I, and you could say I'm long-witted, that's true, but he just puts out audio after audio where it's just so complex it's something that's almost impossible for me to play my listeners because he talks so far over everyone's head so much of the time. And I'm like, ah, I'm trying to reach as many people as possible. There's other issues with him as well. I, I'm just not the biggest fan. And he's convinced that evidently this is the mark of the beast. So that kind of shows me where his discernment is regarding what I just read you. See, the Bible says there is a way which seemeth right unto a man but the end of the ways of death. Now, I'm not saying he's going to hell. I'm just saying that, you know, you got to really guard against the, the whole pride thing. You, you know, if you're a smart person, especially, and you get up there and you, you develop a following and you got all these people giving you all these really nice compliments and accolades and all these things, very easy for pride to enter in. Very. Um, I'm not saying that I would be immune to that. But I have prayed, I try to pray for humility. I don't ever want that to happen to me. I don't ever want to think of myself more than I ought, as the Bible says. Consider the pit from whence you were dug from. And um, I would just caution you about spending a lot of time regarding Anthony Patch. And then I end by saying, do you see why there's no way anyone could convince me this is the mark of the beast? Okay, now let's go to the next subject. I don't want to belabor that anymore. Uh, okay, so Mike Adams released a report regarding the shocking reason why Pfizer's coronavirus vaccine requires storage at negative 70 degrees Celsius, which is negative 94 degrees Fahrenheit because it contains experimental nanotech components that have never been used in vaccines before. Well, that, I think that's one component. There might be others. You're seeing the reports over all over the news. Pfizer's new coronavirus vaccine requires negative uh, 94 degrees Fahrenheit, which is much colder than the North Pole. If it is not stored at this temperature, its ingredients start to break down, meaning it's incredibly unstable. 
why would you want anything in your body that's that is that unstable that requires those types of temperatures that right there is a gigantic red flag um currently pfizer is claiming without evidence that its vaccine is 90 percent effective which is all lies all these it's just all lies but this claim is little more than corporate propaganda designed to drive up stock prices through false projections but why do these vaccines need to be kept at negative 70 degrees celsius in the first place so let's go ahead and listen to this report here some of it most of it the question is what is in these vaccines that requires freezing at minus 70 celsius all right because again no drug and no vaccine has ever had to to do that before and the answer comes down to lipid nanoparticles that are coated with a toxic synthetic chemical called polyethylene glycol or PEG. That's right, they're injecting you with polyethylene glycol. Now, just to kind of review how these mRNA vaccines are supposed to work, they inject you in your tissue, your muscle tissue, these mRNA strands coated with or kind of protected by these lipid nanoparticles that are coated with PEG, they, they, they then get distributed into your blood where they're floating around and causing massive hyperinflammation. Inflammation. And it is known, and we're quoting this from Children's Health Defense, it is known that these PEG-coated LNPs, lipid nanoparticles, are themselves adjuvants which means they provoke inflammation in the body. And this is why, in recent trials, the Moderna company reported 100% of patients had side effects in the high-dose group. Nice. Now, let's just look at, straight from the horse's mouth, drugs.com, side effects of polyethylene glycol. Get emergency help if you have signs of an allergic reaction. Hives, difficulty breathing, so it can cause that. And it can also cause, here's some other things. Severe bloody diarrhea, rectal bleeding, blood in your stools, severe worsening stomach pain. Common side effects may include bloating, gas, upset stomach, dizziness, or increased sweating. Now, this is most likely if you're taking this stuff orally. I can't imagine then what, if you inject it into somebody's, you know, system, I would say the side effects could be far greater if that's the case. So we'll go ahead and go back to this audio here. 100%, and I think it was 80% in the low dose group. So almost everyone is having crazy side effects. And some of these are very serious adverse events as they're called. And that's because you've got these lipid nanoparticles with the PEG coating floating around in your blood <laughs> and your body is saying, nice. something's gone horribly wrong. Why, why is there, why are these large lipid structures floating around in the blood they don't belong there not supposed to be in your blood and according to the moderna company this structure allows them to penetrate L lipids or fats just so you know walls and go into the cells and it's in the cells where they then hijack the mitochondria and uh, uh, other other components of the cell they hijack the cell to get the cell to start spitting out uh protein sequences that that moderna wants your body to make so they turn you into a protein synthesis factory churning out non-human proteins that your body was never supposed to, to generate now in particular 
these mRNA strands are designed to invade and take over the ribosomes of your cells. And these ribosomes are responsible for protein synthesis and sequencing. And they soak up instructions in the form of physical strands of messenger RNA. And then they turn that into, well, essentially, they, they use those instructions to build protein structures that are then released inside the cell. And then somehow Moderna tells us magically these structures inside the cell are supposed to pass through the cell walls again and go to the outside of the cell. And by the way, no one in the realm of real science and real medicine can explain how, how these cell walls are supposed to be just magically so permeable to allow these lipid nanoparticles to penetrate the cell and go in and then allow these, these uh, virus-like protein particles to go from inside the cell to outside the cell. Like, how is this permeability happening? And it turns out that 5G causes a phenomenon called electroporosis. Mm. And yeah. electroporosis alters the permeability of cell walls, allowing toxins to come in that should never... It's electropoesis, but go ahead. In and allowing other things to escape that should never escape. I mean, the, the cell wall is designed to be a protective barrier to the cell. But now, thanks to these vaccines, <laughs> plus 5G, you've got things moving in and, in and out of your cells. Right. And you've also got your cells now being hijacked and overtaken. And the 5G can create coronaviruses in the body, as we've, as we've seen. And weaken your immune system, and it 5G specifically goes after oxygen absorption in the body, decreases it. Now, you're wearing a mask, okay, that's, you're, you're already violating OSHA standards. The moment you put a mask on, you're going into respiratory acidosis because you're breathing back in your own carbon dioxide at a very dangerous rate. And the 5G then, if you're in that environment, that's taking the little bit of oxygen you have left in your system, also totally interfering with the absorption of that <laughs> and doing and then all the other evil stuff that 5g does so i mean there this is just a big gigantic plan to kill us and get us into the hospital so that they if you're not dead already they can get you on a ventilator and get that 39 grand for killing you with a ventilator and get that thirteen thousand dollars for diagnosing you with covid19 because any kind of, you mean the, the false positives, any kind of coronavirus in your system, like a common cold or flu or antibodies from a previous flu shot, that's going to get you positive. Or the false positives will get you positive. Or whatever they're putting in, you'll get you positive from the tests. Do, do you see how this is the most satanic evil scam that has ever been run on humanity in the history of mankind? I don't think they were doing this kind of stuff in Noah's day. I think it was more in your face. They weren't tiptoeing around like they are now. But again, if you agree to get the tests or if you agree to get the, the vaccines, you're coming into agreement with whatever they're telling you. To a certain extent, you're letting them do it. And what the consequences are down the road, I don't know. Now, you can pray, and I do believe God can neutralize uh, all this wickedness and could provide a way out that's going to be dependent upon every individual and whatever their relationship is with the lord you know 
I, I just, I can't in good conscience tell anybody at this point to get the test and sure, surely not get the vaccine. Not knowing what I know, not knowing what I've reported on, there is no way I can give the green light on anything regarding this stuff. So, I mean, I, I, I can't because I want to do unto you as I would be have done unto myself. And I wouldn't do it. With non-human programming instructions to generate non-human proteins that are then floating around your entire body and none of this can be reversed. Once you're injected, that's it. Your body has been hijacked essentially from that day forward until you die, which may not be very far off given what these things do to people. That's true. So, uh, uh, Okay, and, and let me just make a point about that. This is from his report. He, he gives an audio, but there's a lot of verbiage too, and I don't know if he covers all of this, but... The adverse reactions caused by the messenger RNA coronavirus vaccines are so widespread that the UK government recently admitted it is expecting a massive wave of coronavirus vaccine adverse reactions and side effects. As described in my previous article entitled Vaccine Death Wave UK Government Post Bid for AI Automated Intelligence System to Process the Expected Flood of COVID-19 vaccine injuries and side effects described as a direct threat to patient life. <laughs> Not only that, they've all got total immunity, legal immunity. So when people start dropping dead, you're not gonna be able to do nothing about it. The UK government has posted a bid and an award contract notice seeking an artificial intelligence system that can process the expected flood of COVID-19 vaccine injuries and side effects. The bid exp explains in the government's own word they're urgently seeking an artificial intelligence software tool to process the expected high volume of COVID-19 vaccine adverse reaction events. Uh, in other words, they already know the vaccines are going to kill a huge number of people. <laughs> David Knight featured a UK whistleblower on his show who revealed that the coronavirus vaccine adjuvants are demonstrated uh, to um, only give you a 97% sterility rate in women. That's just the adjuvants that are in the coronavirus vaccines. That's not talking about the messenger RNA. That's not talking about the nanoparticles. That's not talking about the aborted baby, um, the culturing them off aborted babies. These are adjuvants, supposedly things that make the vaccine work better. Like mercury and squalene and aluminum and fun stuff like that. It only gives you a 90% sterility rate in women who take the vaccine. This happens when you turn your protein synthesis over to evil corporations who are pursuing a global death agenda. So that'll be another huge component of this. Just so you know, I haven't really emphasized that enough. The sterility rate. These people are all going to be non-producing. You get this COVID rate, you will never have children most likely. Not only that... You just, you're in for the opening salvo on the first vaccine. I mean, if the first one doesn't get, get you the, the second one will, you got to take a month later. And then the third and the fourth and the fifth will never end. This much fun should not be legal by law. Sorry, little little humor there. Anyway, I, mean, I got to try to interject a little bit of humor amidst all this really fun, fun stuff we're talking about. Let's go back to the report here. I'll talk more about the temperature here in a second, but I do want to say on the record that 5G 
plus mRNA vaccines. This is a binary weapon system for mass genocide. These are designed to kill billions of human beings. That's what this is. And you are going to start seeing people dropping dead. Well, maybe you won't because they'll censor it all, you know? Won't allow you to say anything on big tech platforms. The media won't cover it. We already know that. And if Biden is president, hopefully that doesn't happen. If Biden is president, they'll probably just mandate the vaccines and they'll arrest anybody who says no and take you away to a, oh, a COVID camp. Yeah. A friendly COVID camp. Yep. Where you will be either re-educated or decapitated, one or the other. And that's what's coming. And again. That's what you get uh, when you vote for mm. tyranny and communism. And that's a big reason why they're saying, well, look. They're going to take us off the death camps and behead us in the guillotine. That's that's revelation. Yeah, well, okay, but we haven't gotten there quite yet, guys. We haven't gotten there yet. Okay, I understand. There's the, the, the stuff about the guillotines. I have seen that. But even if that were to happen, it doesn't make this the mark of the beast. It doesn't. You can't undo all the other biblical criteria. You can't fulfill all the other biblical criteria I just covered. And jam this square peg known as the COVID-19 vaccine into the round hole of does it comply biblically? Does it line up biblically with what the mark of the beast? You can't do that no matter what you do. We're not even in the tribulation yet. But yes, could there be many mark of the beast-like things associated with this? Sure. Um, I did the throne room teaching in part so that there would be enough people petitioning the courts of heaven christians so that these this wicked evil sick perverted warped vile agenda would be like the biggest monkey wrench possible thrown into it so that they're not able to pull that off and that humanity would awaken to this now the bible's still going to be fulfilled daniel revelation second thessalonians matthew 24 you name it all the other stuff But that's, that's in part why I did that study as well. For those few people who did, I, I know most Americans did not vote for that. But of course, they rigged the elections to make it appear that people did. So what else is in the vaccine that requires this very low temperature? Because it doesn't make sense that the mRNA strands alone would require this extremely low temperature. No, there's something else in the vaccines. Now, Dr. Kerry Madej sent me a text, I, I think it was yesterday, and she is pursuing a, a working theory where she thinks that this low temperature is necessary to liquefy the aerogels that might be part of the vaccine and that might be injected into you. And you know how some substances at room temperature, they are gases, right? You know, like, you've heard the term liquid nitrogen. Okay, sorry, I, um, computer just shut down on me. Uh, had to make, to, uh, adjust some settings in the battery notification thing, because it's just shutting down on me for, no, for, uh, my power cord's not plugged in, so. I think I got back to the point where I just left off here. I'm going to let Mike Adams keep talking here sent me a text, I, I think it was yesterday, and she is pursuing a, a working theory where she thinks that 
this low temperature is necessary to liquefy the aerogels that might be part of the vaccine and that might be injected into you. And you know how some substances at room temperature, they are gases, right? You know, like you've heard the term liquid nitrogen. Well, you have to freeze it to turn it into a liquid. You have to get it really, really cold to put it into a liquid state. Once liquid nitrogen warms up, it transfers itself into the gaseous stage, right? It, it just goes from a, from a liquid to a gas. And as a gas, you can't really put it into a needle and inject it into anybody. So you have to have it really cold in order to keep it in the liquid state. This is her working theory. Now, we, we do know that no other vaccine has ever had to be this cold. No other vaccine has used the mRNA platform. We also know that these vaccine companies are part of the Bill Gates Euthanasia Global Genocide Agenda for depopulation. You know, Agenda 2030 and all that. So they're putting something into the vaccines to kill people, something that requires very cold temperatures. What, what kinds of things require extremely cold temperatures like that? It's exotic nanotechnology. Exotic nanotechnology. And then the question becomes, see, look, look, let me talk about liquid handling, okay? Because in the lab, we do liquid handling a lot. These vaccines are 0.5 milliliters, all right? So uh, 0.5 mils is 500 microliters. It's a very small volume of liquid. If you take a vaccine vial out of a freezer at minus 70, I can tell you this with 100% certainty. The moment you take it out and touch it, the temperature is going up just from the heat of your hand. Okay, yeah, just from the heat of your hand. Even if you have a glove on, like a latex glove like we wear in the lab, the heat goes right through, the, through those gloves. So now the temperature is going up, and the air in the lab is also then heating that vial immediately. Then if you, you plunge a needle into the vial and you pull out half a mil of liquid, the needle itself is attached to, well, a syringe, you know, device, a, a, a plastic container with a plunger that you're pulling up, right? It's, it's like a, you know, it's an injection needle. As the liquid is coming up through the needle and into the, the volumetric area of the syringe, that liquid is getting heated big time. It's getting heated by the plastic of the syringe. It's getting heated by the air that might still be in there in small amounts. It's getting heated by the outside ambient air driving heat into that liquid. And then, and then, and by this time it's probably already at, let's say, zero degrees Celsius. So it went from minus 70 to zero in maybe 20 seconds. And then if they inject it into your arm, let's say, they're injecting it into your muscle tissue, which is hopefully at human body temperature, which is what, like 90, 98.5 Fahrenheit? I don't know what that is, Celsius. So it's gone from minus 94 Fahrenheit to about, let's say, 30 degrees Fahrenheit in the syringe, and then it goes from 30 degrees Fahrenheit to about 98 degrees Fahrenheit when it's injected into your body. What is happening in this uh, rapid acceleration of heat being driven into the materials in the mRNA vaccine? And the answer is that all those special little nanoparticles that they're trying to protect are all getting shattered. They're all breaking down.
So the minute they inject it into you, it's the mRNA strands are breaking down. Not all of them break down because proteins are not immediately denatured by heat and they, they don't need all of them intact in order to hijack your body's cells since it is a self-replicating protein. So it might be that you know 90% of these mRNA strands are, are fractured, shattered, you could say, as they're being heated up very rapidly during this process. Maybe 10% survive. That's just a guess. I don't know the exact number. And the 10% then invade your cells and then produce these proteins that are the antibodies of the, of the virus. And this is what they've been looking for in their testing, and this is how they claim 95% effective. But what they're not looking at is what happens to all the other strands of the mRNA that have been shattered, that have broken off, fragments of the protein sequencing. What happens when those go into your cells and when those go into the ribosomes and then your cells start churning out little pieces and particles and fragments of viruses, but not the full structure. Now you have a real problem because your body's cells are synthesizing and producing and releasing basically you know, structural sequences and little protein fragments that may do things such as cause autoimmune disorders, interfere with hormone receptor sites throughout your entire body, including your reproductive system, including things that control your mood and, and your, your nervous system, things that control insulin and blood sugar, things that control your cardiovascular system and so on. It Suddenly you're flooding the body with particles that are, are random. Some of them may be catastrophic. Some of them may be harmless. But nobody knows because the companies that make these vaccines, they never looked for these fragments. All they did was look for antibodies of what they had hoped was produced. They never looked at the side production of what the cells were producing because who can even know what all those are? How could you even run tests for all those? You couldn't. Because by the time you look at all the, the permutations and the combinations of, of all these protein fragments and all the different protein folding that can take place, you'd need supercomputers to figure this out. They don't have supercomputers. In fact, <laughs> they're in a hurry. They're rushing this to market. And the results, my friends, the results are going to be catastrophic. We're going to see people dropping dead all over the world when these vaccines start getting mass injected into people. And anyone who talks about it is going to be silenced, maybe arrested. Because we are now living under a medical police state, authoritarian, tyrannical regime of crooks, of fraudsters, of junk science con artists who run the vaccine industry and corrupt criminal politicians who are run by the communists. And they're all taking orders from the globalists who have put out the order that it's time to cull the human population. It's time to eliminate 6 billion people. Guess how they're going to do it? Oh, release, release a, a biological weapon. Release the Kraken. Force people into lockdowns, crush their economies, crush their human freedoms, steal the elections, and then force them to be injected with these engineered substances that are going to turn their own bodies against them. Yeah, but the, the amazing thing is, is Mike Adams and Alex Jones and, and so many out there 
refused to implicate Trump in any of what they're, they're fine with exposing the vaccine agenda. Just keep Trump out of it. He's separate, even though he was the one that instituted Operation Warp Speed on the spear tip, even though he was the one saying he wanted the vaccines before the election, meaning like basically in, in, at the end of October, okay, wasn't aggressive enough. Even it's pretty bad when Luciferian Satanist Fauci and all the other ones that are saying, you know, Trump, listen, you, know, you, you got to calm down a little bit there, buddy. Get a little out of control there. We, we're not going to have, we know you want to kill off the mat. We get it. We get it. Uh, but you're going to have to pump the brakes and there's no way we can possibly have it out that soon. So just contain your zeal for Satan, Trump. They won't implicate, no, no. Trump wants to bring the, oh, how is, how is Jones describing it now? He doesn't want to bring us the Gates vaccine. Which one is the Gates vaccine? The AstraZeneca, the Pfizer, the Moderna? Those are the three big ones they've been talking about as of late. I believe they're all messenger RNA. They're all Frankenstein-like in their ingredient list. They'll all rewrite your DNA forever. Which is the good one, Alex Jones? Which is the good one that Trump is going to bring in to save the day? It's just, there's these multiple 800-pound gorillas in the room regarding Trump, and it's, it's, off, it's off limits. You can't talk about it. Because... If he is that wicked thing that we know him to be, that he's always been, well, then we're without hope, obviously. We're done for. We're all goners. We're going to be pushing up daisies, six feet under the whole nine yards. No, that's why I did the, the study on the courts of heaven. Because we don't have any hope other than Jesus Christ. And cursed be the man that trusteth in man and that maketh flesh his arm and whose heart departed from the Lord. And you've got all the people, the TBN and the televangelists and all these supposed false devil prophets saying that Trump's still the man of God. He's going to save the day. Now, can you imagine if he gets back in? Okay, like we've been projecting. Do you realize the Q movement and all those false prophets, at least on this one issue, they might have failed on every single other thing they've said about Trump. But at least on this one issue, they're going to look vindicated. And then that's just going to be all the more reason to trust Trump. I mean, Trump, Trump, we trust. We'll take, surely we will roll up our, our sleeve and take that vaccine now. Because only God could have intervened on your behalf to get you back into office. Now, I'm not saying that's going to happen. But I would say from a satanic standpoint, that'd be pretty smart to go that route. As opposed to putting uh, Creepy Joe into office and um having everybody on the right immediately put up their guard and immediately probably not want to comply with all the covid restrictions and the vaccine mandates that are coming and all the other stuff now under trump many of them will gladly do it though because they're trusting in a devil and again if we were to go back let's just say six years ago for argument's sake are any of the Christians going to be arguing with me? The, the ones that, that so vehemently defend him now and, and refuse to look at all of the wickedness that he's at the forefront of it and all the wickedness that he's done. They'll only look at the good things he's supposedly done. And that cancels out anything wicked he's ever done in his life, ever. None of them would be defending Trump. None. Do you think anybody in TBN or whatever would be going there, well, Trump's the man of God and, and thus saith the Lord he's... No, 
but because he's president and because they say God did this or that and because they say he's the man of God and because the Q movement has been behind that and then all the people like Sean Hannity types and Rush Limbaugh, now people are all sufficiently on the right are mostly sufficiently brainwashed. They've pushed all their chips in on Trump and guess what? They don't want to believe that he could possibly be this monster. They got too much invested and their pride is too great to ever admit that they might have been wrong. At least that's how I see it. So that their bodies build the poisons that kill them from the inside. This is what you are witnessing. It is the most insidious, evil, demonic plan to harm humanity that we've ever seen on this planet. And it can only exist as something that is tied to the aims of Satan himself. This is the anti-God vaccine. Okay, this is, this is the anti-life vaccine. This is designed to turn your body into a weapon against itself. And I'm sorry it took me so long to explain all this to get to this. It's, it's, it's a little bit technical how this works. But that's why they have to keep it so cold. Because the elements that are in it wouldn't qualify as mRNA strands that are, that are uh, the viruses they're looking for once it gets heated up. But it's heated up in your body, which means that this, they know that it can't work. They know that this isn't going to stop the pandemic, but it, it will absolutely kill maybe millions, hundreds of millions, maybe combined with the economic collapse and the food collapse that's being engineered and everything else. Maybe, just maybe, they can kill billions, which is their real goal. And another reason uh, that I don't really think he got into that I've also heard is that it's so incredibly unstable, and I know I've touched on this, that they know that because it's so unstable, when it starts to break down, it starts reacting, okay? They want that reaction, that satanic reaction, to not take place when it's in the needle, when it's stored at 97 degrees Fahrenheit, negative 97 degrees Fahrenheit. They want that reaction to primarily start to begin when it's in your body, to start to break down and do whatever satanic thing that it's called upon to do. That's another, that's one of the main reasons why they have to store it that low. And it starts with the pandemic and it ends with the vaccine. And I should also note, to wrap this up, when people die from the vaccine, the media will report that they're dying from COVID. Okay? Just to be clear. So they may cover the deaths. Oh, look, you know, old Bob died in his house today. He was 67. And they'll say, well, it's a COVID death. Yep. And even if the truth comes out, no, he was vaccinated. They'll say, well, that just proves that we need more vaccines. Mm -hmm. right? that's, that's the logic of the media and the corrupt, the, the, the murderous vaccine industry. So, and he brings up a good point there. I, I was on, uh, I, I've got like that dummy account on Facebook and I was looking at some of the comments. And, and there's a lot of people now really especially if they're in the healthcare system they're like they had posted oh well we're seeing all these people and 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 oh man covid spreading and all this other stuff and and the guy the guy he was a nurse he's openly admitted that yeah they they got tested and then they got sick and they're not putting the connection together at all and 
it's impossible to even argue with somebody like that because from their perspective, yeah, they got tested. Imagine, well, I'm glad we did the test when we did it because it's COVID positive, even though probably the test put whatever in them that made them sick, whether that's COVID-19 or something else, only God knows at this point. And so for their for, from their standpoint, it's verifying and it's it's confirming this bias that they've already got. Wow, they got tested. I'm so glad they didn't wait another day because they got sick the day after they got tested or they started to exhibit symptoms. And now, thank God, they're in the hospital and they're on a ventilator. They'll die from all that, but, you know, thank God that they, that they were able to do that. How do you argue with that? Really, how do you argue with that? And then when the people, I guess, get the, the vaccine and they start to slowly die and get sick as well, of course, it won't be probably right away if they're smart on how they know what they're doing. That'll just, again, like Mike Adams say, perpetuate the myth. See, we need a stronger vaccine. We need more vaccines. It'll never end. The whole premise of these vaccines is a satanic con job, as I've been stating for years. Yes, if they did everything from a puritanical, godly motive, I still don't think we would need vaccines because we're fearfully and wonderfully made, and that's what God gave us an immune system for. And if you support that immune system, it's far better than any supposed vaccine we could ever get. But no, we want to turn to the, the satanic medical pharma cartel and entrust our health and our immune system to their care because they only want to kill us all off and make as much money off us before we die as possible. That's their only motivation. I'm sure we can trust them. Anyway, let's go to the next uh, report here now. Okay, so continuing on, the next audio is... Why would billionaire Elon Musk say something like this? Hi, Steve here. The anxiety and the frustration of all the restrictions the politicians have put on people all over the earth is taking a huge toll on mankind. I've never seen anything like what's happening now in my lifetime. People are being told to lock down and close their businesses and wear a mask, even in their own homes in some places. Social distance and sanitize your hands constantly in an effort to stop the spread. If that isn't enough... They want to get all those devil chemicals into you, too. They want you breathing them in through the petrochemically made masks, if, if you're wearing just the standard, like, surgical masks, which are made from petrochemicals, you know, putting you into respiratory acidosis, and then all the other stress they're, they're inducing by the lockdowns and all the other garbage that they're doing. And then the tests themselves, only Lord knows what they're putting into you there. Then, then come the, the vaccines. It's all these factors that they're, they're banking on to kill us off and to lower our immune system's uh, that, that it's, it's a multifaceted plan. People in America have this election confusion to deal with as well. But let's focus on the coronavirus. This article in the Washington Post says Elon Musk, who has cold symptoms, says his coronavirus tests are inconclusive. Yep. Something extremely bogus is going on, he said. Elon predicted back in March that there would be be probably close to zero new cases in the United States by the end of April. Now, he's trying to figure out whether he has the virus that has reportedly killed at least 234,000 Americans. Musk said that he's experiencing cold-like symptoms, 
but that four rapid coronavirus tests have produced two positives and two negatives. Yep. An experience that left him questioning. In basically, I believe, the same day. In the process, Musk tweeted, something extremely bogus is going on. Was tested for COVID four times today. <laughs> two tests came back negative, two came back positive. Yep. Same machine, yep. same test, same nurse. Well, yep. when one follower... That also happened to world's uh, four-time World's Strongest Man, Brian Shaw. He was at World's Strongest Man, uh, not this weekend, but the weekend before last, I believe. And they came in, it was the last day of competition, Sunday, and they said, um, they tested, you know, they're testing you constantly. And <clears throat> the first test came back negative, and then the second one that day, I don't understand why they had to do another one, that came back positive. So then they really freaked out, and they tested them two more times, and both of them were negative. So you do understand what I'm saying, that these tests are totally bogus, contaminated, giving false positives, just fraught with, with problems. There, there's, no, there's no reliability with these tests whatsoever. If false tests could be driving the national surge in cases, Musk replied, if it's happening to me, it's happening to others. Oh, yeah. That would probably be true. When another follower suggested that revenues from tests are likely not bogus and very consistent, Musk replied, exactly. Musk said he took antigen tests made by Becton Dickinson and company, one of many rapid tests on the market. Medical experts have long warned that such rapid-fire tests are not as reliable as polymerase chain reaction or PCR tests which must be processed in a laboratory. But PCR tests are totally unreliable as well, and they're not even meant to do what they're forcing them to try to do. So they're, they're horrible as well. But we're moving on with the testing anyway. In this New York Times article, headline says, up to 90% who've tested COVID positive wrongly diagnosed. Yeah. Truth. 90%, that's New York Times. I mean, 90% who've tested COVID positive wrongly diagnosed, wrongly diagnosed, a whole lot worse. Again, they, they've got to tell you what they're doing to you either beforehand or during what they're doing to you. So if you buy into it, still buy into it, that's on you. You've been warned. You know, you've been given fair warning by Satan. A whole lot worse. The process invented to increase the size of research samples of DNA called polymerase chain reaction is used to test for viruses, even though the guy who received a Nobel Prize for inventing it said using it that way doesn't work. Exactly. Carrie Mullis's PCR process takes segments of DNA through a cycle that doubles the amount. If you run a single segment of DNA through just 40 cycles, you'll end up with one times 240, which is over a trillion copies. Remember that number. The COVID-19 virus, like any other virus, is just some genetic code surrounded by a shell that acts as a Trojan horse, allowing the virus to invade the cells of living organisms. Once inside, the genetic code exits the shell, hijacking the cell's functions to make it produce more copies of the virus. The genetic code inside the COVID-19 virus shell is RNA. So since the PCR cycle only works on DNA before a sample is tested for COVID-19, another process is used to convert the former into the latter. Once that's done, the sample is run through a number of PCR cycles to amplify the amount of any converted viral RNA that was originally in it so there's enough to be detected. 
the bits of genetic material whose amount is being amplified are not viruses. They're just small segments of inert genetic material found inside a virus's shell. Without the shell, they don't have any ability to infect a cell and reproduce. The PCR test doesn't detect live viruses. It only detects their remains. That involves massively amplifying the amount in the original sample by running it through successive PCR cycles. And nothing about the PCR test itself will tell you if there was actually any live virus in the original sample. The number of PCR cycles it takes to amplify a sample containing viral remains to the point where they can be detected is called its cycle threshold. The Food and Drug Administration said in an emailed statement that it does not specify the cycle threshold ranges used to determine who is positive and that commercial manufacturers and laboratories set their own. Now, let's look at the numbers. COVID Tracking Project says the public deserves the most complete data available about COVID-19 in the U.S. No official source is providing it, so we are. Their numbers compare to the giant real-time chart from John Hopkins, too. But that doesn't tell us the story or the truth about each human that supposedly lost their lives to COVID-19. Why? Because there's so much money being made by the medical cartel right now and the yep. hospitals. Yep. I showed this chart in a previous video, but just look at the money these hospitals get paid if they report any death was because of COVID in the hospital. COVID tracking reports 234,328. And John Hopkins reports 242,477 deaths in the U.S. Okay, let's suppose those numbers are all legitimate. Every one of those deaths, which I don't believe they are, but even if they were, do you realize that we are shutting down our whole country for a death rate of 0.000734-7788? That's the percent of deaths against our entire population. Right. The only people who are being... And that's a total lie. It's far, far less number than that. ...all over the earth are those who have not received the information and facts about what's really going on with this coronavirus. It's far from being a pandemic. What it really is, is a planned-demic. Yeah. Bill Gates, Anthony Fauci, Deborah Burks, and others within this... And Trump. ...government and global elite rulership even laid it out months before this virus was released from Wuhan in Event 201. They acted out every scenario and what they would have the Mockingbird lamestream media say over and over and over again. And devoid of all facts, their Mockingbird 24-7 lying psychological operation is convincing people that they must do these things for their own safety. First of all, the elites could care less about the safety, health, and welfare of any of us. You need to understand that. And when you finally do, you'll know that their motivation is not benevolent. If this coronavirus was a real pandemic, a real world-changing epidemic, why would Bill Gates have to even say something like this? We should round up the anti-vaxxers, enlist religious leaders. Bill Gates warns the U.S. needs to brainstorm ways yep. to reduce vaccine... That's right from RT, Russia Today, which I understand you could say, well, they're biased against America, whatever, but he did say this. I, I believe I reported on that. Round up the anti-vaxxers. Enlist religious leaders. Well, they've already done that with the FEMA clergy response team. 
you know, and they're already doing their thing. And not only that, I think a lot of people that even aren't on the FEMA clergy response teams, as far as ministries go, are pushing the vaccine. I, I haven't heard one mainstream religious Christian thing yet that are saying anything even remotely disparaging about any aspect of COVID, the COVID-19 scamdemic. Which honestly, it just shows you all the things I've been screaming about for years regarding the, the so-called 501c3 corporate church is kind of all true for the most part. I mean, I know there's exceptions, but all these things that maybe 10 years ago you could have said, oh, you're just overreacting. You're Well, okay, but this COVID-19 thing has brought all that to a head. It's brought all that out in the open. They aren't exposing the mask agenda they're not exposing the social distancing they're not exposing the occult aspects behind that they're not exposing the tests with all the false positives and and, and all the ways they're cooking the books and possibly implanting nanotechnology and or viruses in us they're not exposing any of that they're, they're surely not exposing any of the things with the uh with the vaccines that's the norm collectively speaking i don't see the 501c3 church doing any of that and i'm just talking any corporate church around america some of them may not be aware of it and some of them may but you know this is why we're to be like the bereans like the bible says which were more noble than those in thessalonica because they sought the things out in the word of god to see if they were so and I mean, have these people actually, do they have fear of God? Have they prayed for understanding, wisdom, knowledge? I mean, the men of Ishakar were, were men that were understanding of that, of the things of the times that they were living in. And the Bible commends them for that. So the men of Ishakar, the Bereans, the men of Ishakar in the Old Testament, the Bereans in the New Testament, they were commended for being... Um, men and people that were understanding of the things that were going on in the days and times they were living in they were not ignorant of satan's devices and the bible warns us about being you know not being ignorant of satan's devices why because he's going to get an advantage of you we can be destroyed for a lack of knowledge according to hosea 4 6 so the church almost, the, the so-called church almost seems like it's been put in this role on purpose by design to deceive the people that call themselves Christians. Even this guy, he's not going to, I don't know if he's calling out Trump, but it seems like he's not, he's tiptoeing around Trump. He brought up Fauci and Bricks and Bill Gates, but Trump's all part of it. He's part of that team. You know, so there's just, it seems like there's all of these truth lines that so much of the, of ministries out there won't cross. They will not, if it has to do with Trump, if it has to do with exposing the wicked evil COVID, and then they're not going to touch it. What does that tell me about them? Well, to me, it tells me that they have no love for the truth and they could care less, really, when the rubber meets the road, they could kind of care less about their followers. Aren't they supposed to be some kind of gatekeeper for truth according to the word of God? Do, do Are they just doing it for the money? The true shepherd will lay down his life for the sheep, but the hireling, he's doing it for the hire, the money, he has no love for the sheep. You know, abandon him first. I mean, you think those FEMA clergy response team guys or women aren't in it for the money and aren't in it to save their own skin? Verily, the Bible says, 
they have their reward. <laughs> you better enjoy it now, because this is as close as you're ever going to get to heaven. I, I don't know. That's the way I see it. I really do. And it's getting more apparent by the day. As the church continues to sit silent on this 9,000 pound AIDS infested gorilla in the room known as the COVID-19, soon to become the COVID-21 scamdemic agenda that's going to bring us into the universal basic income that's going to eventually morph into something where you can't travel and probably buy or sell without it. I'm still not going to say it's the mark of the beast. We're not in the tribulation yet. If it continues to go its course. Get us all on UBI, Universal Basic Income, because they'll destroy it all the, all the, uh, the middle class and people that you know have small businesses and things of this nature. You'll have to work for the big box stores or or for the government or for some you know, or your job will just be phased out because of all the COVID restrictions. And then they're going to bring in they are bringing in the robots to replace those jobs. And the condition on the UBI, according to the, the papers that we read you before, are, uh, and these are just two, I'm sure there's many more, but you got to give up all your assets, you don't own anything anymore, and you got to agree to take all the vaccines they tell you to take. And then sure, they'll take care of you while you're on the road. But again, verily you have your reward. You know, it's just... I, I mean, obviously, I would never, ever tell anyone to go that route because it's it ends in damnation, eternal damnation, and then the lake of fire. That's where that leads. And that's why Satan is so desperate to roll out this agenda. And, you know, I, I wish I could tell you guys I'm getting all this help from the 501c3 church and the FEMA clergy and all these people that call themselves Christians. There is almost no one percentage-wise on planet Earth calling this out what i'm doing here that calls themselves christians in ministry or if they're doing it they won't implicate trump whatsoever oh, he doesn't have anything to do with this he's just a he was just on the spirit of operation warp speed wanting to bring out the, the the vaccine before the election all the other wicked stuff he's done can't, can't do that no 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 that's off limits that means we'd be for biden no, it doesn't. You can be for not be for Trump and calling his wickedness wickedness out, and then you could also call out all of Biden's wickedness. You could do both. That's what I've kind of endeavored to do. I'm no gold standard. I am no gold standard. This is literally um, the 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 Bible talks about um, my reasonable. This is just I'm just doing what's reasonable here. I don't even have the platform to reach out like so many of these other ministries would and should. They're going to be the ones that have to stand before God, though, and to give an account on why they chose to ignore all this stuff and why they chose to, to, to align themselves with the pharma satanic cartels out there. Their blood's off my hands. I've tried to warn a lot of these people. I've been screaming about this for almost 15 years now. This exact thing that started the ministry with that avian flu presentation, now it's come full circle and we're right on the cusp of worse nightmares than I even projected in that teaching back in 06 because I wasn't even aware of these things. But it's still the same premise. So it's just, I wish I had help. I wish, I wish that 
all these ministries that call themselves Christians were, were just doing their reasonable service and warning the people they supposedly care about. How can they say they have any true love for the sheep when they're leading them to slaughter? The COVID-19 vaccine agenda especially leads you to hellfire damnation. It's going to rewrite your DNA, these vaccines, totally rewrite it. It will be at the mercy and the, and the rewriting will probably be ongoing. Plus you got to get more vaccines ongoing. You're going to be a cyborg, part human, part machine because of all the nanotech in you that will be updated from all the 5G that they're continuously bringing online. That makes you a cyborg and some type of humanity 2.0. Your genetics will be totally defiled. You will not be fully human anymore. Plus, they're cultured off aborted babies, six out of eight leading candidates. And you're telling me you, you're not flirting with hellfire on that one? I sure wouldn't take a chance. I'd much rather die than, than have any of that garbage put in me. New no Surrey Bob. And God is my witness. I'm not lying to you. <laughs> I'm not going to take any of it. Hey, worst case scenario is absent for the bodies to be present with the Lord. But I do believe that the, the teaching that I just did on the courts can be a gigantic remedy regarding this situation and regarding the remnant and regarding protection and a lot of things that a lot of us are probably um, seeking right now. And there's nothing wrong with that. The Bible says that Pray that you be accounted worthy to escape all the things. Jesus said, pray that you be accounted worthy to escape all the things that are coming upon this earth and to stand before the Son of Man. So there's always hope for the remnant, but the remnant's got to be like on the page of truth. The, the, the remnant, it does no benefit to the remnant if they're deceived and they think Trump's a good guy and the COVID and all this stuff they're rolling out with the COVID agenda is all good. The masks, the, the, the testing, the vaccines. And most of Christianity thinks that. At least the ones that would call themselves Christians. From what I can see, I can't compete with, you know, AFR Radio and, and, and um, you know, Sean Hannity. I mean, I'm not saying Sean Hannity. I mean, he says he's a Catholic or whatever. But, you know, just the fact that he is so promoting. I, I, every time I turn a Christian, they're, 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 they're saying the vaccine is going to be a good thing. A positive thing. It is so sickening to hear how overtly Christianity, those that call themselves Christian ministries, are aligned with Satan's agenda. Beyond comprehension. Consistency. If this was a real epidemic across the earth, many more people would be dying because there is no vaccine and wearing a diaper on your face to protect you wouldn't do any good. If it was a real pandemic, real epidemic, people would be begging to be allowed to use anything they could to survive it. And they wouldn't be wanting a vaccine just so they could stop these face diaper mandates by these tyrannical politicians. So let's not call it a pandemic anymore. Let's call it what it really is, a planned-demic created to control the world's population. Bill Gates is urging the U.S. to prepare for COVID-19 vaccine rollout by deputizing trusted community leaders to reduce vaccine hesitancy yep. and the rapid spread of conspiracy. And they're already doing it. Like I said, I turn on the, on the little I listen to Christian radio, like in my car, just to kind of get a, a vibe and a pulse on what's going on. It's, I haven't heard one negative thing yet. 
not from Sean Hannity or from Christian or from and that's where a lot of people that call themselves Christians get their news. Oh, Sean Hannity, he's conservative, he's pro-Trump, he's a good guy. And then AFR, American Family Radio, they're good. Okay. And that's just on the radio. Online, I'm sure it's no different. Theories online. These aren't conspiracy theories, they're conspiracy facts. The Microsoft vaccine evangelist keeps pushing his pharmaceutical-supported companies for their solution to the problem they created and funded. But with less than half of Americans saying they'd get a COVID jab, even if they were paid $100 for it, Gates then focuses his talk on enlisting the nation's trust network to right. overcome the And this is why I'm saying do as much as you can now the night is coming when no man can work. You know, do do as much as you can educate others, praying for others to have a, their eyes open. If you feel so led regarding the court, the courts of heaven, that, I mean, everything you can think to do to wake people, because there's coming a time, guys, when you're probably, we might truly be in lockdown. And the night is coming when no man can work. And... They're going to hit that internet kill switch and this is all going to be gone and all you're going to have to rely on is, is your knowledge base. I mean, you're going to rely on the Lord Jesus Christ, but also the knowledge base the Lord, you know, let you be exposed to because you were pursuing truth. You were thirsting after righteousness. You know, you weren't, you, you didn't love, um, lies essentially. You didn't love the strong delusion. You, you didn't have pleasure in unrighteousness. Because if, if you have pleasure in unrighteousness, you're going to embrace the strong delusion, according to 2 Thessalonians, chapter 2. I'm tired of the face mask commercials. I'm tired of these tyrannical governors and mayors dictating to you and your families their rules. Think about it. Okay, so we have that. Um, I'm going to go ahead and end part one here because the, the next part is I would be over on time if I tried to get it all in. So God bless you, and we will see you in part two. Scott Johnson's 1,000-plus audio teachings and PDF documents are available for free 24-7 on the internet at contendingfortruth.com. That's C-O-N-T-E-N-D-I-N-G-F-O-R-T-R-U-T-H.com. In addition, we also offer a free Christian current event and health email newsletter. You can sign up at contendingfortruth.com. These email newsletters typically only generate about three to six emails per month if you subscribe to both lists. Please prayerfully help us to continue this work. For mail correspondence or to support this ministry, our mailing address is Scott Johnson, 2359 Highway 70, Southeast, number 321, Hickory, NC, 28602. Or on the internet, a PayPal donation link can be found at contendingfortruth.com. Thank you and may the Lord Jesus Christ richly bless you.